grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Almighty God, in choosing the Virgin Mary to be the mother of your Son, you made known your gracious regard for the poor, the lowly, and the despised. Grant us grace to receive your word in humility, and so to be made one with your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah. Because their shame was double, and dishonor was proclaimed as their lot. Therefore, they shall possess a double portion. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God. For God has clothed me with the garments of salvation and has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, 
and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. Word of God, word of life. A reading from Galatians. When the fullness of time had come, God sent the Son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the Spirit of the Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so 
you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. Word of God, word of life. Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, who has looked with favor on me, a lowly servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy the name of the Lord, whose mercy is for the God-fearing from generation to generation. The arm of the Lord is filled with strength, scattering the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. God has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. God has helped Israel, the Lord's servant, in remembrance of mercy, according to the promise God made to our ancestors, to Abraham and his descendants forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. How many of you would say that you have a complicated relationship with your mother? You may be sitting by your mom right now and won't raise your hand. <laughs> Plenty of people talk about their mothers, well, and their fathers for that matter, in therapy. Some mothers are smothering, others critical, others distant. 
the most famous mother in history, Mary, the mother of Jesus. And Lutherans and Protestants in general, we, well, we have a complicated relationship with Mary. We love her in our nativity sets at Christmas. We love her sweet lullaby sung to her son. But we also remember the Reformation's appropriate warning. She is not God. So there's just something inside us, this Protestant Mary meter that I call it, that goes off when we hear about prayers to Mary or rosaries or apparitions or things that we don't understand. Give us Jesus only, please. Except, except for 2,000 years, the vast majority of Christians have had a deep devotion to Mary. Our Protestant Mary minimalism is a, well, it's a minority opinion. Luther called Mary mother of God and wrote of her with much affection and reverence. And I must tell you that the more I delve into history and spirituality and diverse cultures, the deeper my own devotion to the Blessed Mother. And for a Lutheran church, have several icons of her. Blessed Mary is mentioned first among the faithful departed at the conclusion of the prayers. All generations will call me blessed, we hear in today's gospel. And so this church observes the Sunday nearest August 15th as a feast day for Mary. Now for Roman Catholics, the feast is the Assumption of Mary, and for Orthodox, it's called the Dormition of Mary, her falling asleep. On our recent trip to the Balkans to see, well, only at 63 churches and monasteries, <laughs> I was struck by Mary's significance to Eastern Christians. Scenes from the life of Mary are on the walls of the churches, and some of those stories we don't know. They're from apocryphal books, traditions from the first four centuries after Christ. One, the dormition or falling asleep of Mary, pictured on the bulletin cover and also on this icon. The apostles are filled with love and devotion as they gather around Mary at her death and as she is raised to heavenly glory. But then there's this mysterious image at the top of the icon. Jesus receiving the soul of his mother at her death. A tender reversal of the icons with Mary holding Jesus. Well, I'm sure you've noticed that Mother's Day, Mother's Day in May, that it doesn't get a lot of attention in liturgical churches. Maybe this is our Mother's Day when we celebrate Mar Mary as mother of God, mother of the church, mother of the living and mother of those on the margins. Let's start with Mary as mother of God. When the church in the fifth century declared Mary as Theotokos, the God-bearer, it was making an important theological point about the incarnation of Jesus. So early Christian antiphons speak of Mary's womb as the shrine, the shrine that holds the Lord of heaven and earth. Mary's very body becomes the container of the uncontainable God 
as Eastern Christians put it. But Mary is also mother of the church. We sing of her as the first disciple, the one who says yes to God's yes. The one who opens her life to mystery, who opens her life to the unknown, who opens her life to be a vessel of her people's hopes and dreams. But in a part of all of this that this church loves, we sing the song of Mary the Magnificat and proclaim that Mary is the mother of those on the margins. There is an image of Mary from Central America with the title Madres de los Desaparecidos, meaning mother of the disappeared. Mary is shown with dark skin and represents mothers who have mothers of those who have been kidnapped and killed. And we know of so many on this continent who have a devotion to Our Lady of Guadalupe. We remember the words of the Magnificat, you have cast down the mighty from their thrones. You have lifted up the lowly, Mary sings. And as one author puts it, Mary is the fierce tigress of justice, one of us for us. He goes on to say, she doesn't support a privileged white ego. She is best pictured as a black Madonna who creatively, the creatively erotic earth mother who keeps her promise to guide and protect our planet. Now Christians of the ages have turned to Mary in times of great love and sorrow recalling her loss, her broken heart at the foot of the cross. Following the Asian tsunami in 2004, in which 230,000 were killed, folk singer Eliza Gilkison wrote a requiem song of comfort addressed to Mary. There's a choral version by the group Conspirare that brings tears to my eyes as it expresses a tender prayer on behalf of the wounded, suffering humanity. Mother Mary, full of grace, awaken. All our homes are gone, our loved ones taken, taken by the sea. Mother Mary, calm our fears, have mercy. Drowning in a sea of tears, have mercy. Maybe some of our complication with Mary is that we reduce her to a historical figure. But you see, Mary, through history, is also an archetype of the divine feminine. Clarissa Pincola Estes has spent many years gathering and sharing stories of the divine feminine ac across religions and cultures. In her book, Untie the Strong Woman, she writes, she is known by many names and many images and has appeared to many in different epochs of time, to people across the world. She wears a thousand names, thousands of skin tones, thousands of costumes to represent her being patroness of deserts, mountains, stars, streams, oceans. If there are more than six billion people on earth, that thereby she comes to us in literally billions of images. 
well-known writer, well-known spiritual writer Richard Rohr adds that we are terribly imbalanced and we are witnessing an immense longing for relational, mutually empowering feminine qualities at every level of society from our politics to our economics, in our psyche, our cultures, our patterns of leadership, our theology, all of which have become too warlike, competitive, individualistic. The great mother in all its guises is a gift sorely needed. But what does Mary have to do with my life, you ask? I heard of a church where the question of who would play Mary Mother, Mother Mary, in the annual children's Christmas pageant consumed the girls and even the parents for months before the parts were announced. Parents would take brownies to the pageant director to bribe her. And it got pretty complicated, actually. And there were always a lot of broken-hearted little girls who got relegated to play sheep and stars. So one year, the director had an idea. Let all the girls play Mary. They were all beside themselves with joy. When those parts were announced, they jumped up and down. When the pageant came, down the aisle walked 16 Marys clutching little baby Jesus dolls to the great bafflement of an awkward Joseph standing <laughs> at the front of the church. Mary is mother of all the living, yet through baptism, God calls all of us to be mothers as well. Everybody gets to be Mary. We are all full of grace, all highly favored, all called to be God-bearers, bringing to birth justice and joy in our world. Or in a quote that Bo shared with me this morning from Master Eichhardt, we are all called to be mothers of God because God is always needing to be born. So whether we have been mothers or not, Whatever our gender, whatever our complicated relationship with our mothers, like Mary, at our falling asleep and at our death, God promises to bring us to the glory of our eternal home.
us remember before God and the church, the world, and all those in need. Stir up the church in word and deed to proclaim the greatness of your name. God, in your mercy, guide the leaders of the world to make known your justice among the nations, that the lowly and oppressed may be lifted up. God, in your mercy, remember all those in need, especially refugees and all who are poor, hungry, orphaned, or deprived of their land, and all who are sick or anxious, especially Larry Haynes and those who we name now, either aloud or in our hearts. God, in your mercy, make us grateful for the abundant harvest of these summer days and open our hearts to those hungering for food or human dignity. God, in your mercy, feed us with your word and at your table that we, like Mary, might be bearers of your grace. Lord, in your mercy, we give you thanks for Blessed Mary, Maximilian Kolbe, and Kaj Monk martyrs, Bernard of Clairvaux, Bartholomew the Apostle, and all the saints who sing your praises and glory. Raise us with them and all the lowly to your eternal dwelling place. God, in your mercy. Almighty and loving God, we look to you in hope and trust, knowing that you will do far more than we can ask or imagine. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. It's very calm outside. Thank you so much for making your way to church this morning through a downpour. We are grateful that you are here and whatever complicated relationship you may have with your parents or the church or religion or what's going on in the world or your life, whatever the color of your skin, whoever you love and marry, your gender identity, how you see the world, here we are one in God's spirit of grace and hospitality. Speaking of hospitality, because the garden is a bit soggy, we will have our social time in here, and there's some really great sweets. So please join us. Uh, we'll have it'll be served here. You can make your way throughout the space and introduce yourself to someone new in our ever-changing community. If you are new to our community, there are uh, yellow worship slips in the bulletin, and you're welcome to fill those out and place them in our offering basket, which will be on your way to communion. 
If you'll turn with me to the back of the bulletin, I want you to just note that there are many announcements because September begins um, a lot of new programs at Holy Trinity. So notice uh, page 13, Life Together. If you'd uh, like to find out more about your faith or you need a spiritual reset, you're struggling with religion or beliefs, on page 14, note the choir season, Centering Prayer, a spirituality group with the Richard Rohr book. And then on page 15, our church picnic on September 8th and many other events coming up. At this time, I would like to call the Stewart family to the font and let us all stand and face there. In my 20 years, we have only had, I think Justin is our fifth student to leave for college. Now we have a lot more coming up after him, but it's been a slow start. <laughs> Justin, as you depart for Luther College in Decorah, Iowa, we would like to bid you farewell. Justin has served in these past 10 or so years, maybe more than that, 10 or 11, since they've lived here as torchbearer, as crucifer, communion ass assistant and leader. And in 2018, he joined other Holy Trinity youth in attending the ELCA Youth Gathering in Houston, Texas. Justin, in this community, you have come to know and to share in God's loving purpose for you and for all creation. God has blessed you in this community and God has blessed us through you. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for Justin, who has enriched this community and shared his gifts with us. We also give thanks for his parents, Beth and Ben and brother Forrest. Now bless Justin as he leaves for studies at Luther College. Day by day, guide him and give him what is needed, friends to cheer his way and a clear vision of that to which you are now calling him. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us send it Justin forth with our applause. sing the offertory hymn printed in the bullet.
of the saints, you have shown us the hope of our calling and strengthen us to run the race set before us, that we may delight in your mercy and rejoice with them in glory. And so with blessed Mary and all the saints, with the choirs of angels and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending the universe. At the beginning of time, your word brought forth life, sun, moon, and stars, plants, and animals, and humankind made in your image. The prophets proclaimed your, your justice and truth. In the fullness of time, you sent forth your son, born of Mary, your humble and willing servant. Through Christ, you bring her song to fulfillment. The lowly are lifted up, and the hungry filled with good things. Blessed be God forever. Blessed be God forever. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. With this bread and cup, we 
remember our new birth in Christ's death and resurrection. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us and on these gifts of bread and wine. May your word take flesh in us and make of us the body of your Son. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. With Blessed Mary and all the saints, we proclaim the greatness of your name. O Holy God, Holy One, Holy Three, now and forever. Trusting in God's tender motherly care, let us pray as Jesus taught us. shall eat and be satisfied. Blessed are those who are called to God's table of bounty.
Let us pray. God of mercy and grace, in this meal you give us a foretaste of that day when the hungry will be fed with good things. Send us forth to make known your deeds and to proclaim the greatness of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. May the blessing of the God of Sarah and Abraham and of Jesus Christ, born of our sister Mary, and the Holy Spirit who broods over the world as a mother over her children, be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in peace, proclaim the greatness of the Lord. <laughs>